Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast. Podcast. Live. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in, IamRappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track, because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert, Robert De Niro line of the, of the week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I Am Rappaport, the show never stops. You might catch him out in public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wig up, please. Wig up, please. This is the... Rappaport Podcast. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. Um, my name is Michael Rappaport. Um, as you can tell, my voice isn't at full strength. I, uh, I, 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 I threw my voice out. <laughs> If you could, is that a term? Through my voice? I know it lost my voice. Through it. Through it. Um, in the now infamous uh, impromptu. Let me, let, let, me, let me tell you something. A couple of people asked me, was that reaction to Sylvester Stallone losing the Academy Award real or set up? G. Moody, w- what was the climate like? Like, first of all, ever, tell, the, tell the people... Since you know me, has Rocky been a... F- Tell him about my history with Rocky. I don't want to feed you the words. Uh, since, since we met. First, first time I come over to my man's house, I see the picture of uh, him in a Rocky sweat hood <laughs> with the velvet lettering on the back. It says Rocky. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Damn, you really <laughs> like Rocky. So that he's, it's very dear to your heart. And what, what, what was the climate in here? Oscar Day. What, what 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 was I watching on a loop? Uh, the Oscars. You were you... no before that. Oh oh, Rocky and different scenes with <laughs> with Burgess. Yo, so Rocky is very big. Rocky's very big <laughs> in the Rappaport household, and of course, it's a big in the I Am Rappaport podcast world. So, I was one hundred and fifty percent expecting Rocky. Rocky, expecting Sylvester Stallone to win. He should have won. For uh, Creed. And when he didn't, this was my reaction. What the fuck is going on, you cocksucker? You motherfucker! 
You cocksucker, who the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? Rocky, 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 Rocky. Okay, so I was videotaping myself. I don't know. I just, I, I've never done that before. I thought, I, I just thought it was going to, I don't know. I just, I've never videoed. Gerald was zonked out of his tree yeah. on some California candies. I had, I had a bad strain. <laughs> so, but my, my, my reaction to Stallone not winning, I was shocked because I figured if he didn't win, Tom Hardy from Revenant would win or Mark Ruffalo from Spotlight would win. And again, you know, it, it, it's so hard to say win because it's not a basketball game. It's not arm wrestling. It, it, it's, it's, it's art. It's film. Right. And one of the interesting things about Stallone not winning, who is clearly uh, the favorite, and he was definitely uh, the, the, the fan favorite and the sentimental favorite, just to prove again that the Oscars are, are not always correct in any way, shape, or form, whether it means nominating uh, black actors or actresses or Spanish actors and actresses, everybody thought Stallone was going to win. He's Hollywood war royalty. So for him not to win, and then a guy who was the, at the bottom of the pack in terms of who would win, it was Ryan Gosling, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hardy, Stallone, and the gentleman who did a great job from the Spielberg movie. But no one would have suspected that. Again, that was my reaction. Um, I got a kick out of it, and I know people got a kick out of it. And, and, and like my friend Toby from H2O, my man Toby Morris said, in the video, I looked like I hadn't seen a movie since Rocky, and I was just waiting around for 40 years for to him to get uh, uh, the nomination. <laughs> That's right. So we were just chilling in the apartment. Speaking of my man Toby Morris, speaking of movies, on April 1st at the Crest Theater in Westwood, California, we're hosting a screening, an event, an evening of the film True Romance with Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, the late... James Gandolfini, the late Dennis Hopper, the great Christopher Walken, and so on and so on and so on at this theater, which we love. You can uh, drink in there. You can um, uh, partake in a little bit of trees. Yeah, I, I don't like to say that stuff. Um, and it's going to be a great night, April 1st, at the Crest Theater. Everybody's welcome. Uh, the tickets are not free. Listen, I can't give every fucking thing away for free all the time. Yeah. But it's going to be a great night. There's a band. We're, we're podcasting. There's going to be special guests. There's going to be some giveaways. It's going to be good fucking times at the Crest Theater. April 1st, April Fool's Day, all true romance, everything. This podcast is going to have to be short. I can't, I can't do this to the people. Does my voice sound like shit? No, you're all right. It sounds all right. Um, <clears throat> the Oscars shitted on in the memoriam when they give the shout-outs to the peoples who pass, we're dedicating this podcast to the great Jeffrey Lewis, character actor, over 200 films, Clint Eastwood films, might not know his name, definitely know his face, the great Jeffrey Lewis, the great Tony Burton, hundreds of films, black exploitation films, stir-crazy, and of course, he played Duke, in the Rocky films, Apollo's trainer, and then he started training Rocky yep. when he took on Drago in Rocky Four. Yep. And the great <clears throat> Abe Vigoda from The Godfather, and of course Barney Miller on Fish, somehow or another, with all the political correct fucking diversity agenda and all the fucking white guilt that was associated with the 2016 Oscars, they forgot these three great lifelong character actors combined over 500 pieces of work. They couldn't get their moment to shine. So shame on the Oscars, shame on the Academy, shame on Caitlyn Jenner for getting so much Botox, but promoting women's rights. And uh, I know that was, I frisbeed that in. Yeah, frisbees that are from good you. sometimes. I, fr I took that from you. But I, just as far as the Oscars, again, G. Moody was was kind of in and out, knocked out on that Rappaport's Delight. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Um, I thought Chris Rock's opening monologue was great. And and I thought, you know, one or two of the skits 
uh, and bits that he did was good. And then I felt like he was kicking the dog snot out of the horse, beating the horse. In comedy, Chris Rock knows better than anyone the rule of three. You make a joke once, you make a joke twice, and then the third time you could get away with it again. Boom, boom, boom. It's like the timing of comedy. Not 97 times. <laughs> you can't fucking talk about the diversity 97 times. And me and Moody, G. Moody, we were talking to your brother, Dean Moody, yeah. the day before, and he was like, I said, yo, you're going to watch the Oscars? And he said... Uh, no, I'm not watching the Oscars. He, he said it like he was real proud of that. Right. Like he was proud, and I said... You, you, I said, you don't even watch the motherfucking he Oscars. He never watched the Oscars yeah. in his life. But what turned out was this is probably the blackest Oscars there ever is going to be. Right. And... You know, you could say it's a good thing. You could say it's a bad thing. Whatever. Um, I felt like as an a, a award show for movies, it was so fucking redundant. And aside from that, every single motherfucker that came up there had some sort of political or social agenda. Right. I'm there to talk about the movies, the greatness. None of you motherfuckers up there are freedom fighters. None of you motherfuckers are Martin Luther King. None of you motherfuckers are Nelson Mandela. None of them are that. You're all actors, directors, and singers. Like this guy, Sam Smith. Oh. Who said afterwards his performance was the worst performance of his life. And then he went up there and he, after he won his Oscar for Best Original Song, he was so proud. You could tell he was so proud and he was so like, this is going to be great for Instagram and great for the... And he could say, oh, I was doing it for the gay and lesbian community. It was a self-serving act for him to go up there and say, I'm winning this award and I'm the first openly gay man. You're the first openly gay person to win an Academy Award. It's show business. Costumers, makeup people, actor. You're the first openly gay person... And, and it turns out he wasn't. Mm. But he had this agenda to go up there. And, and it was like he was like going to be like the first person to score 101 points in a basketball game. Right. Just get your fucking award. Why, why, why does he have to announce that he's gay? Yo, I, I, I don't know why the director, the great director of, of the big short, Adam McKay and Step Brothers and Anchorman, he's up there talking about don't vote for billionaire wacky billionaire politicians and then when they ask them to name names name the names since since everybody's so into their their political agenda name names none of you motherfuckers are marlon brando marlon brando didn't accept the oscar he sent the native american indian up there to read a speech and he never accepted the oscar if you really want to be about some shit be about some shit your little three seconds and it's the academy awards like this is a show about celebrating film and the year in film. I don't care about your fucking political views. I don't see any of you fucking people marching and like, oh, earlier that day, Mark Ruffalo. I don't care about any of this shit. I want to see some movie clips. I want to have a good time and I want the fucking show to be over. I don't want your political and social agenda stuffed down my throat the entire four-hour broadcast. The broadcast is already too long to begin with. Everybody got some shit to say on this soapbox. Everybody got some shit to say on their fucking soapbox. <laughs> and this guy, Sam Smith, he's a, some sort of soul singer. Really? He's a soul singer? Oh, man. Where's he from? He's from London, and he's got this, like, you know, real thin falsetto, and they're like, he's bringing back the soul. Oh, really? Listen, man. Let me tell you something, man. The soul ain't never went nowhere. You're just stealing it. Exactly. That's it. Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, falsetto voice. Come on. Curtis. Stylistics, Russell Tompkins Jr. Come on, man. Just say, I'm stealing those guys' sound. Everything I'm doing. Is that. And then we'll respect you. I just was, I was, I was just appalled. Four hours of that shit. I, it was so over the fucking top. And, and now Jeremy Lin spoke out. Jeremy Lin spoke out uh, because... Uh, during the, the during the broadcast, he made a joke, uh, an Asian joke about Asians and right. Asian names. And Jeremy Lin, you know, uh, the basketball player, famous from his Lin Sanity days here in New York, <clears throat> he said uh, something about, uh, you know, he's tired of, uh, you, you know, he basically said, you know, you're talking about diversity, so talk about diversity, why are you shitting on Asians? Word. And, and I'm saying... 
Asians need to get back on their 1970s shit. Because in 1970s, when Bruce Lee was popping off, motherfuckers were a little leery. Yeah, they thought everybody knew, knew that martial arts shit. They all, thought everybody all, was on that Bruce. Yeah. But Bruce ain't around. Now you got uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah, no one was really scared that. of Jackie Chan. But yeah. in the 70s, if you were a quiet Asian dude, you were like, yo, this dude might be on that right. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee in the black community was like big, man. I had a poster. Yeah, and, and you would be, you'd be a little annoyed. Like, uh-huh. yo, he, like, you would just assume it was a terrible stereotype that every Asian was on that kung fu fighting. Yes. Hey, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I, I'm suggesting the Asian community get back on that shit and motherfuckers will stop talking shit. Quick. Because a roundhouse, the threat of a roundhouse kick to the cranium, oh. that, that, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, work. Get up on that martial arts. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yo, Rap. What's up? Yo, man, that kegerator is fantastic. You like it? I love it. I set it up myself. Easy, right? Easy. Just, just follow instructions. They have an instructional video. And step by step, and I was... Pulling from the tap. If you don't know what a kegerator is, it, it dispenses draft beer and keeps it chilled, turning your office, your garage, or game room, or man cave into a brewery. It's not a college tap. It's affordable, but high-end, and it looks fantastic, right? It's, it's furniture in your crib. It looks, like, it looks like a piece of furniture. Yeah. All right, kegerator, K-E-G-E-R-A-T-O-R.com is already a great value, but I've talked them into an amazing exclusive offer just for my listeners. Just for the people that love the Iron Rapport podcast, save 15% on their most popular kegerator, Twin Taps, so you can enjoy a variety. And it's not just beer. With a slight adjustment, you can put wine or other drinks in your kegerator, and, and it's easy. The beer stays fresh for up to 90 days. That's three months. Damn. So you can help yourself whenever you want. That's dope. To nice, cool beer or wine chilled at the perfect temperature. People all of a sudden want to come over to watch a game with us. Yep. They want to hang out. Kegerator is kind of like an instant party. And pull that tap. It's fantastic. Just go to kegerator.com. That's kegerator.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter the code RAPAPORT. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. We love the kegerator. I'm looking at it right now in the New York City gloom tomb. It looks fantastic. G Monetti, I'm out. All right, so <clears throat> we, 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 we shitted on him before, and I don't like his politics and his social agenda. Judgmental. Judgmental. <laughs> For years and years and years and years, Bill O'Reilly, one of the most greasy-talking dudes ever. But Bill O'Reilly, you have a friend in me and G. Monetti. Yeah, we're in your corner, buddy. We're in your corner because... <laughs> He just uh, lost, lost cut custody of his kids. So we know there's a no good judge somewhere. We, we know, know your plight. <laughs> we know it. We know what you've went through. We know you got the shorthand. And, and we back you on this, Bill. And if you want to come to the gloom tomb and tell your story, feel free. Feel free to We'll cook. get you some red wine. You could get loose in here. We don't need to talk social shit. Nope. But we could talk about what it's like to be in family court. <sighs> and we could talk about what it's like to pay child custody and alimony and to be have your children be weaponized. weaponized. Break it down, G Monetti, please, because my voice is fucked up yet. You're, you're, you're just leaving me here to do all the talking. Please help me. I'm, I'm helping you please right now. Please fucking help me. We, we know. Your name is G. Monetti. That's right. They call you the Black Ed McMahon. I got you, man. Your name is Gerald Moody. That's why Rhymes I'm here. with duty. That's why I'm here to help. Hey, I just want to say one thing before you start helping me. What up? Uh, earlier today, I went to the Schwitz. The fuck is that? I went to the steam room mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to help my throat. The Russian and Turkish steam room, which if you want to know what it's like to be in caveman times, women, go to 10th, 10th Street between 1st and A. During the co-ed times of the Russian and Turkish baths. And you'll see what it's like for a woman in cave times. Because motherfuckers, I, I, I don't understand how women fuck with dudes. Because when you're in a locker room, and, and I've talked about locker room. This locker room was like prehistoric. And it's all sort, it was hipster tattooed fucks. Right. And 300 pound Polish guys. Right. Who were like 65. It was like the fucking, the devil's steam room in there. Wow. But. 
when I went into the dry heat room, my hand to God, big guy with a towel wrapped around his head, he said, oh no, the gringo Mandingo is in the steam room? (laughs) Nothing makes me happier. It's the second person to acknowledge me in public as... The, the gringo, gringo man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to drink some water. G Monetti, break it down about what. Bill O'Reilly, we have compassion for you. You are have an open invite. We don't want to talk politics or social shit with you, but we do want to talk about what the fuck you've gone through with your ex wife and the court system. We know we, you choked her out and threw her down the steps. And we don't, we don't like that. No, but we won't judge you. We don't judge you. We but, don't support that, but, but we won't judge you. But that no good judge, that's who we want to judge. Who judges these fucking judges? Right. Who sees their decisions? It should be oversight over their decisions. You got, it seems like you have bias. You didn't hear the facts of the case. You're just looking at Mr. O'Reilly. Yeah, we're going to call you Mr. O'Reilly. We're going to give you the respect that that fucking judge didn't, didn't give you. Yeah. We know the judge is no good. He just has it out for men. They all do, rap. Because the laws are fucked up. Women want equality, then why don't you get the fucking court system straightened out? Yeah, yeah. That's what's going to happen with this uh, uh, married, the, uh, the lesbians getting married. Yo. That's what's going to happen. I love the gay and lesbian community. I support gay marriage 150%. Mm-hmm. But... Your shit's going to get revoked. Yep. If Donald Trump wins. Oh, man. Yo. I, let me talk to the black people. Donald Trump win. Go back down south. Go to your grandmother's house. Go to your great-grandmother's house, wherever it is in the, in the south. Look for them freedom papers that they gave the slaves that they said, okay, you're free. So you had to carry those papers, right? This shit might be coming back if d trump first of all d trump we 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 gave you your political slogan we gave it to you for free if you're not familiar with the political slogan we created and offered to donald trump here it is i hate the blacks and i hate the hispanics and you do too vote for donald trump in 2016 we'll say it again i hate the blacks I hate the Hispanics, and I can't stand those hook-nosed Jews. Yeah, revised. And you do, too. Vote for D. Trump in 2016. Yo. That's it. His rallies, they're scary. Klan is everybody endorsing this guy. And, and he doesn't say, I don't want their endorsement. He doesn't repudiate. If, if he said, yo, like there was a videotape. I'm not sure of everything. We don't fact check. And because we don't fact check, and I'm not sure, this might not have even happened. <laughs> but there was videotape of a girl, a black girl, you know, young girl, sort of, sort of, you know, big boned. At, 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 I believe, I'm not, I don't know if I got all this right. She was protesting Black Lives Matter at a Trump rally. And motherfuckers were, it, it was like, I haven't seen anything like that since footage in the sick. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Men are pushing this woman. Shoving her, calling her this and that, calling her. Yeah. Nobody's doing it. This, this is this. At his rally, this—that's what it is. Why do you think I said he's going to win? Why do you think I said that without knowing anything? We had a black guy for eight years. Motherfuckers didn't want him in there. And now they're like they're like rolling up their sleeves. Yeah, they're like, yo, fuck. You got a guy eight years. We're not giving. We're not giving you a second chance. Basically, yo, it's over, man. And people, you laughed me out of the room. I laughed you out of the room. Look, he, he won seven states. Look, if, if he doesn't win, it's going to be really close. It's fucking frightening. The fact, it, it, it's frightening because, number one, he's not qualified to run the, because he has no political experience. I don't, you, you, this is a job. If, neither if, neither if, did Obama. He, he was a senator. Okay. okay. He, he, he was a politician. He was in that world. You right. got to have some, again, if, if, if let's say you inherited a shoe store, let's say uh, there's Moody Shoes and you have a cousin who's like, he passed away and like Moody Shoes has been in business for a hundred years, successful family owned business. And they, for some reasons go, Gerald, we're leaving you this business. What, what's, what are you going to do? I have to get some people to fucking help me run it. Cause do you, what do you know about a fucking shoe business? Right. 
wallabies and fucking. <laughs> but you don't know the business of it. I don't know the it. business of it. Same shit like Trump. He doesn't know how to. I mean, this is a job. You need to have some, you know, some sort of the fucking. Pre- it's making it into a mockery. Yeah. Yeah. It's frightening. Hey, the Mexican motherfuckers, yo. Yo. Get the green cards right. And, and, and answer but, all them questions on that, that citizen test. Get that shit now. right. Do it now because study. Homeboy is coming and he's coming for everybody. This he is it. that no good slave owner that we had to deal with. Here he is. Now you got to deal with him. <laughs> Whoa. Yo. That tell you straight up, you know what? I hate niggas. <laughs> See? That's that, that, that's that shit. It's not beating around the bush. I hate spicks. I hate the fucking I hate the fucking Hasidim. I hate I, the Jews. I hate the kikes. Yeah, yeah that's I hate that's them him. All. That's that that's that 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 grain. He don't like he don't like the lower class either. You see the rallies, right? And all of them feel the same. And none and and the fact that the fact that he doesn't say anything is what bugs me out. Right. He doesn't say, "Hey, stop." He doesn't kick those people out of the rally that are Pushing around yep. a 20-something-year-old girl. Grown men. Yeah. That's what he's about. We need Tim Russer, the late Tim Russer. Who Who's fucking that? uh On the NBC show, um, political show, come on Sundays. Obama was on his show. Tim Russer was like, steadfast. Do you repudiate Minister Farrakhan? He said he endorsed you. Do you repudiate? Obama was cornered. He had to. Right. This guy, they don't even fucking ask him. Right. <laughs> they stopped asking. Right. It's crazy time. Uh, um, you know, I try to avoid uh, talking about these broads as much as I can. Khloe Kardashian on her shit show, Cocktails with Khloe, I believe, uh, which is a joke. If Chloe Kardashian could do cocktails with Chloe, me and you, like they could do uh, on the shitter with G Monetti. And people just watch you take a shit. You don't even talk to the camera. Like you're just in there. Her show, Cocktails with Chloe, is garbage. <laughs> now, I'm openly a fan of a lot of reality shows. Uh-huh, I see that. I watch the Kardashians. You, you see. Me I- and G Monetti were out at a, at a Knicks game. I'm not naming names. But reality star people were out, and I'm talking to them, and G Monetti was like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, You're good for letting me know who, who's who. What's what? But this show, Cocktails with Chloe, is a bottoming out period. But she went up there and she said, breaking up in public is really humiliating. And, and, and she somehow, like, we're supposed to feel sorry for you. Right. Well, well, well sucking dick on camera... Is really humiliating too, but I never heard you guys say anything about that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's how this whole thing started, right? With a nice suck off on camera. Why well, Ray J ain't get the, the accolades? Why that- wasn't that deemed humiliating? When you live every single day of your life on your own terms, being filmed, putting your pictures of yourself on Instagram, Word. walking around. Doing every single thing you do, when you break up with an NBA player because he's cheating on you, number one, you're an asshole because I don't know what you thought. These guys all over the the world. 24, 25-year-old, $200 million worth NBA player, James Harden. You think he's going to sit around and wait for you when he's in Utah? Word. When he 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 got three white chicks. Bad. Badder than you. Way better. Word. With real titties, real ass, no makeup, not striving to lose weight every single day. Yeah. Home fed chicks when he's going to play the Minnesota with the Timberwolves, throwing themselves at him. Word. Every race, shape, color, and creed. And you wanna and you wanna be like, oh, it's humiliating for it to happen. That's what you get. And it's gonna keep on happening. Yeah. That's what you get. Cause you walk around like your shit don't stink. The goal of you to think that the world needs you every single day, to be to be have that shit in front of us every single day. The goal of all of them. 
But you know what? Yo, you got to say this too, They're scared not to do it for one day. You know why they're scared not to? Because they're afraid if we don't do it for one day, it'll all go away. Yo, they got a lot of- But just one day. They got a lot of followers, man. That woman has a lot. Millions. So you got to put yourself- I don't even have 100,000 followers on fucking Twitter. I'm fucking fucking losing my voice here. I don't even have 100,000 followers on Twitter. I've been banging around in this business for 25 years. I'm the goddamn gringo mandingo. Word, you put in work. This woman just 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 oral copulated a motherfucker and turned it into a franchise. And, and then she's gonna. Oh, it's very embarrassing to break. Good for you. Why Ray J ain't get all the endorsements? And he's the one that supplied the loaf. Ray J should host the Oscars next year. Word. Because they're never gonna have another black host for the I Oscars know. for next. For they're gonna cool out on that. I'll be dead. <laughs> the, the, that the, the Knicks might win an NBA championship before they have another black host. Host the Oscars, right? Right. They're they're, they're gonna they're gonna put the fucking brakes on that shit. They put the kibosh on that shit. But if Ray J went out there, he would get a standing ovation because people would be like, "Yo, I seen your fuck style." Yo, yo. I, I I say we petitioned to have my man Ray J. I think he should host the Oscars. <sighs> well, well, why wouldn't he host the Oscars? <sighs> Jesus. And why they don't be following Angela Bassett around, a woman who seemingly doesn't age? Right. We get no follow her. Right. Ain't no ain't that ain't no motherfucking uh a surgery. That's beauty. That's beauty. That's natural beauty. Angela Bassett. Somebody like that. But we gotta have these girls every day. And the mom face collagen top to bottom. And and Caitlin face Botox collagen. That shit if you if you see these people in real life. I know. You see him in real life, you yo, you feel like they got a like a fucking Halloween Peel. mask, like the shit, like there's a rubber thing, you know, how like um, and get smart when he pull a mask off. <laughs> That's what they're Todd Adams. Yo, yo, I heard Caitlyn's ready to start dating. She's looking to start dating. Now, what if she try to go at you, rap? You you big in Hollywood. You've been here twenty five years. How many how many movies you done made? You done uh, made fifty movies. I put it down. So Caitlyn is out there with you. Yeah. What if you get a vine and say, yo. Hey, Michael. She got a little, she got interest in you. What would you do? Respectfully decline. I would. <laughs> like, I, I know, like, my inner child. Like, I'd probably, number one, I'd shit my pants out of just the, the nerves. I'd feel so nervously uncomfortable. And plus, I have ulcerative colitis. I would have a, what, I, what would I do? I'd probably have an ulcerative colitis flare up. Spat. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in all real, because I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'd be like this. Or be like, in, first, internally. You should be all. I'd in, be all fucked up. Well, she, yeah, she said she was she ready to go, man. And uh, You're her type. Oh, no. You look like Chris's man, and you look like you could be a cousin of Kanye. You're the family, you're the family, like, like I'm the model. You're the model. She never said brown, she fucked with brown brothers, skin man. Dude, six she, one. She never said she fucked with the brothers. Who? Uh, Kate. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Lt, where you at? Who? Lawrence Taylor. I think Lawrence Taylor would be a good match. For <laughs> Kate. <laughs> like sports. If anybody, if anybody wanted to get on, like if there was any athlete that wanted to get on. Track down Caitlyn. I mean, you're going to have to do a lot. You're going to have to stomach a lot. Yeah, if you want to get on Odell Beckham Jr.'s cousin who's trying to get into the NFL, what if he came out to draft night and he's sitting in the crowd? He'd get drafted And he got round. Caitlyn right there. I'm with this LBGT. Yo, I support all this. This is my girl. Miss my woman. Right. And, and he would get drafted. If you want to get up. No problem. Look, me and G Monetti, we're not web designers. Right? We don't know how to code. We don't know how to do all these fancy stuff. But somehow or another, we were able to create a beautiful website at Weebly.com. Over 30 million people are already dreaming big with Weebly. Get started today for free at Weebly.com. All right? It's 2016. Everybody needs an online presence. All right? And you don't have to be a web designer and know how to code to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store. I couldn't believe... How simple it was with the variety of professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes to choose from. Then I simply drag and drop to quickly build and publish my website. 
You can check out the website I did at www.iamrapport.weebly.com. Go to weebly.com and get started today for free at weebly.com slash Michael. Weebly.com slash Michael. Trust me, you, if I could do it, you could do it. And our website is dope. And yours could be even doper. Weebly.com slash Michael. Even though the chips are down and my voice sounds like shit, one of my favorite things to do when we're doing the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is to go on Truey, T-R-U-E-E-Y, and answer some questions. It's an app for your iPhone, and basically what it does is take a poll from all the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that go to the app, and it asks questions. You could ask yes or no, you agree or don't agree. I'll let Moody do it. You lead, the, you lead it this time, G. Monetti. Give me the questions. I'll tell you my opinion. Eating food in bed is okay. Yes. Do people agree? What do they think? I don't know. 73% of the people agree, and the rest of them don't. Who doesn't eat food in bed? Everybody does. Oh, let, me, let, me see. let me do it. Girls think about sex as much as boys do. What do you think? 61%. I hope so. 61% of the people agree. 39% of the people disagree. See, that's, a, that's I, I, a misnomer. See, 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 I agree. I thought we were all the same and girls are all sexual. Haven't you seen the HBO show Girls that are always horny and that's all they're talking about all the time? Oh, what kind of show is that? You know, the show Girls. Oh, word? That's what it's about? No, I, that's the, one of the themes. Oh. Oh, that says we're just like you guys. Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, think so? I, I don't think so. And I'm not saying we're better. And I, I don't say you want to be like us. Trust me. Yeah, you don't want to have that. What, what's, what's the uh, the ghetto moniker for Adidas? All day, I dream about sex. Here's a question from Truy. <laughs> I would poop in a public bathroom. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. I done tore up some Dunkin' Donuts on the side of the highway. You have? Hell yeah. And when he says, I've, I tore it up, um, let me tell you something. You get the little heat no, waves, no, 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 no. like me, a cartoon. Yeah. You know, my, like- my, my man Moody, when, when he shits, you, 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 clear, you clear perimeters. It's like launching a missile into a building. If you don't have Myers Air Room Fresh, you have a problem. You're dead. I'm going to burn your motherfucking uh, your, your wallpaper down. 79% of the people agree. 21% of the people disagree. 21% of the people wouldn't shit in a public bathroom. They're, they're, they're too good. Yeah. I've been in a romantic relationship strictly to get money. No. Nah, come on. 5% agree. 95% disagree. I pee in the shower. I, I, I'm a guy You're talking to a I guy I look forward to doing that shit Yeah you're talking to a man Who's openly admitted Shitting in, the, in, in public In public shit Shower ain't shit for you Yeah I, I, I'd be happy to do that <laughs> 85% of the people agree 15% of the people They don't agree with that They don't pee in the shower That's some lying motherfuckers man uh, Here's the question I'm 35 years old Or I'm 35 years uh uh, I'm under 35. I, I'm not answering that. Yeah, I'm, I'm on, over B. that. And yeah. by the way, March 20th, it's my birthday. Oh, it's my birthday. It's my fucking birthday. Right, and I'm only saying that because I don't want any acknowledgement. Okay. Um, is 24 too young to become a dad? Nah, it depends. It depends. Maturity. If you're a mature guy, do it. Yeah. Uh, do you eat the ends of a loaf of bread? Hell yeah. That's what it is. 57% agree, 43% differ, disagree. This is why I like the True app. It's good. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. Moody, you, you know what I like? I like your t-shirt. G-, G Monetti is wearing a soft-ass I Am Rapport Podcast t-shirt. And all of the t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rapport. You could get the G Monetti shirt, the Jake LaMotta inspired shirt, and the red, black, and green logo shirt. Super fucking soft. Okay? They're so fucking soft. It's like a fucking baby blanket. That separates us from them. 100% soft ass I Am Rapport podcast t shirts at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rapport. R A P A P O R T. Yo. You know what I just got? What you got, bro? Casper mattress. That pillow? Oh, oh I got my eyes. Yo, Casper mattress, an award-winning sleep company. The best mattresses in the world. The best prices. 
Delivered to your door within two to five days. The mattress shows up in a box. C-A-S-P-E-R.com. Now they have pillows. And they just sent us king-size pillows. Sleeping on the mattress is one thing. It was like heaven. Now it's like paradise. Right. Now I'm literally like in paradise. Casper Mattress is the sponsor of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. If you don't like the mattress... Return it after 100 nights of sleeping on it. Do you understand that? Right. They're very confident in their product. 100 nights. If you don't like it, they will pick it up for free. They're either going to donate it or recycle the material. Or they're going to give it to somebody else who will appreciate it because you're a dumb motherfucker. You're a dumb fuck. You don't know that that shit is good for you. Use the promo code RAPPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Save $50 on an already fairly priced mattress. Everybody needs a mattress, and mattresses last forever. So if you're buying a mattress, go to Casper.com, C-A-S-P-E-R.com. So me and Monetti, uh, courtside the other night, the Knicks game in New York City. How'd you feel being there courtside, uh, uh, Monetti? Oh. It was great, man. I like to thank you, man, because oh, it's always we, been a great experience. To you don't have to thank side. me; it's my pleasure, man. You don't have to thank me, but isn't it? Isn't there a certain period of time, like when when reality sets in, it gets depressing because the Knicks are so bad. Right. But the, the elation when we first get there, don't isn't it? It never gets old. It never gets old since '86 when we first snuck down. And watch Jordan when he played with the Bulls, when you could still smoke weed in the garden. And cigarettes and like, all that. Like, like it was drinking a fucking soda. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing like sitting courtside. And I want to tell you, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm a fair and honest fan of the Knicks, but I'm so appreciative of the Knicks and the NBA because I'm such a fan. We're such fans of, of basketball, basketball in general. Yep. And to be able to go sit courtside... You know, I'm not waving this in anybody's face. I'm, I'm humbly appreciative that the and then we go upstairs, we get fucking cookies, sushi, we get a little drink. World class organization. And and, and 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 the Knicks and the Garden, they treat us, they treat us fantastic. And I always feel so welcome. And I know it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm a New Yorker, and it just means a lot to me. Yep. That being said, we are in a world of shit. And anybody who's out to say, oh, you don't talk shit about the Knicks. Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Stay tuned. I mean, we, 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 we don't need to. We, there's nothing more to say. We're, we're not going to make the playoffs. It's upsetting. While we were there, Carmelo got, uh, had in a little, they make it seem like he was in a screaming thing. He pointed he, at the owner. A fan said something to him about them sucking, and he said, get your money back. The owner's right there. Right. And then it turns into... The media makes it. We saw the whole thing. We saw it. The media makes it seem like it's. It, it, it was like he, he fucking got into a screaming he match. Stepped to the. He fan. made a comment. The guy made a comment. He made a comment quietly. His name is Carmelo. They call him Mello. Homeboy is super cool. Were. I did make eye contact. Moody witnessed it. We we did have a verbal uh, head nod with a Porzingis. Yes. I saw him. Yes. He saw me. KP. He smiled. And he didn't want nothing with the rapper. Uh-uh. He he heard the video when I shut him down on drafting. Do you think he wanted it? He didn't want it. I saw it. He didn't want it. He didn't want it. Listen, you're 7'3 and you're 20. I'll fuck you up, poor yeah, we, we we got we got we got a crew here, B. Yeah, we got a crew. Okay, and I got that I got that buzz stick. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what I got. Okay. He got that taser. I got that. We'll, that? we'll tase your ass. You don't want you want some of that, you fuck? No, but I think he's great. And he's 7'3". <clears throat> I didn't get to shake hands with him, but we saw each other. And, uh, you know, the Knicks lost. Hopefully, uh, by the time this podcast airs, uh, the, the, the Knicks are playing Detroit, the next home game, who is coached by Stan Van Gundy. Oh, you can't do Stan. It'll fuck your voice. Up. I can't do Stan. Actually, my voice. I could probably do Stan Van Gundy yeah, better than this shit. <laughs> but we're not going to do Stan. The Adventures of Stan Van Gundy. The Worldwide Adventures of Stan Van Gundy. That's it. That is it. I don't know. I don't know. Hey man, what's up? Since we got a we got a rapper pack in Australia, right? Yo, yes. I want to ask the Australians something. 
that I'm, I'm very curious about. All right, about. so we're asking you questions. The Australian Rapper Pack. Because we have worldwide representatives. We have nationwide representatives. We got my man, Mr. Morris. We got my girl, Vegas. We got my man, Hubert. We got my man, Shane Schroeder. We Hamilton, got Klein Schmidt. Phil Hamilton. Hamilton. We, 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 we see you all. We're, we're going off the dome top. We love y'all guys, we, man. We see all of it. Word. And I'm sure we're forgetting some names right now. Right. We see it all. And we love we it. Appreciate <laughs> it. The, 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 we appreciate we, it. Me and Monetti, we're texting. Back and forth. We, he sends me shit. I send him shit. We see it all. So we appreciate the love and support. Right. But ask the question, uh, Monetti. Sorry. You know, I'm in a car listening to a, a radio station and um, yeah. Iggy... Azalea comes on, right? And she's from Australia, right? And I hear uh, the way her her accent is. And I got to say, I didn't know that people in Australia sound like Southern black people. It's an affectation. But you know what? I've said things about Iggy Iggy Azalea, but this girl, Azalea Banks, she needs to leave Iggy Azalea alone. Yeah, they're beefing with each other. But, But Azalea Banks, you're not on her level. Uh, uh, sales wise, right. you're never gonna be on her level. You've been out. She's talented. I like her shit. But why are you fucking with Iggy Azalea right. all the time? Iggy Azalea is not thinking. She's just trying to get paid. Right, right. And so are you. So are you. Every artist, I don't care who you are, it is a job, and you want to get paid, and you want to get paid as much money as you can for as long as you can. Right. So don't front like it's some sort of. There's no thing. Leave, leave homegirl alone. She's doing her thing. Yeah, we know she don't sound like that. We know that's that, the problem. We know that she don't rap like she don't write all her shit. But there's other rappers bigger than Iggy Azalea, way bigger than Iggy Azalea that don't write their own shit. Right, right. And this has been going on for years. Iggy uh, Azalea Banks, do your thing and make doper music than her and become more relevant than her. You will never have to speak about her again. What do you think? I, I think I think you're wrong, buddy. Why, buddy? <laughs> But the thing, the problem is, it's like some blackface shit. Like you, 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 you doing that? You, it, uh, uh, Azalea can't take on no other fucking uh, 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 a woman's voice. You, you, she's taking on. It's like some blackface shit. And I understand. It's like yo, I listen to the car to this chick. I'm like, yo, you might as well just get the fucking cork out. Oh. Just blacking your face up. Because right. this shit, yo, people in Australia don't sound like that. Right. And it's too it's too much, man. It's like, so I understand her point of view. It's like, yo, this white girl coming out here and just just basically being the brat. Right. Everything. Like a southern black woman. And I'm and and I, I understand what she's talking about. I'm like, Azalea can't do no shit like that. No, you're right. That makes sense. That's a good point. That's why the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, we shit on everything else. Yeah. I mean, they call us the Blood Brothers. They call us the Bodega Brothers. Right. They call us the Gruesome Twosome. Disco Two. The Disco Two. I don't know. What else you got? I don't know. My voice is fucked up. It's going to be short, but sweet, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I lost my voice for the people screaming and yelling. Uh, Miles, cut to 15 seconds into the Rocky piece. What the fuck is going on? Rocky, 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 Rocky. At this point, this is when I actually blew, I think, a vocal cord right there. <laughs> okay, so so that, that that's why I sound the way I sound. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get it back. Um, I don't know. I think we're gonna wrap it up. And you got unless you got something else to to, to say, man. Oh, uh, you got some basketball. You got something. Peyton Manning. Uh, what you uh, got? What Basket- Peyton Manning, the teabagger? So what? No, no. What about Peyton Manning? No. Uh, the teabag somebody no, twenty five no. years ago. No. Who am I to judge him for teabagging somebody twenty five years ago? Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter ever. Period. Reggie Miller. No, you're not in his class. Nobody's in his class. No, nobody. You never hit half courts. As a jumper. Larry, it was a heave. Larry Joe Bird, I love you. Chris Mullen, I love you. Ray Allen, love you. You didn't do that. Jesus Shuttlesworth, he, he shut you all you down. Do and he's Dale not even, Ellis, you didn't do he's that. He's not even there. Dale Curry. Your pops didn't do that. He shut everybody down. Steve Nash. No, nobody's done what he's done. 
Entertainment. Highest selling jersey. Yo, you, you tell me this. They're, they're, I'm not saying he's as good, and I'm not saying he's better than LeBron. I'm not saying he's better than this one, better than that one. I'm not talking about that. Time will tell. Time will tell if something is a classic. Time will tell if you're an all-time great. They say, But for me, I can't remember being so excited to see the highlights or watch a game from anybody besides Michael Jordan since Steph, since Steph Curry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not saying he's obviously not Jordan. No, of course not. He won one championship. He's got a ways to go for even to be in that comparison. He's not even LeBron or Kobe or D. Wade. But is pure excitement and the emergence of something special. The, the only time I can remember it being like, is Jordan. Yeah. I mean, when Jordan first came out, you would, you would go to ESPN every night because there wasn't the NBA channel, the NBA package, and you'd have to wait for the highlights. Right. And the next day, if you didn't see them, you would talk about them. Obviously, now you see them as they're coming, but there's still that excitement and that, that awe factor. Right, right. He has it. He has it. Big time. And, and he, it's all jumpers. And, and, and a lot of guys well, are like... Well, it's not all jumpers. He goes to the basket. A lot of guys... There's no dunks. Oh, such and such would have done this. You got to put an arm on him. You don't think motherfuckers is doing that? You don't think they've tried everything under right. He looks, He looks little. He looks like a little boy and everything. I know that, that he has that. You're insulting the entire NBA. You don't think they're trying to stop this fucking guy? Yo. Yes, the rules are different. But motherfuckers say that like as if the rules change, that these great athletes and these talented players wouldn't adjust. Dwight Howard, I think, would be better in a more physical game. Right, Because right. then he would be able to impose his strength that I think he has. He, 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 him and like, like Shaq, they changed the rules when Shaq came in there. Shaq was such a goon, they changed the rules. Like a guy like Dwight Howard, I think, because his physical strength, they, they hang on him, kick him around. Do you see Boogie Cousins? He acted like he was going to punch. Um, that oh, yeah, dude. I saw that. Yeah. He doesn't want anything with that Aboriginal dude. Oh, that's Adams on. Uh, he's from Australia. Uh. He he's from New Zealand. Oh. I, he doesn't. Boogie Cousins. He don't want it. He don't want it he with him. It. Homeboy chops wood and all that shit. Yeah. He doesn't want it with him. With one hand and shit. Yeah, he got the mustache waxed up. He doesn't want Scott it. Scott Pollard in the motherfucker. Yeah, forget Scott Pollard. That dude. I seen that dude. Adams. What's his name? That big goon on OKC. Something Adams. Yeah, with the mustache. He's yeah. a fucking goon. And 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 let me tell you something. His head. He's, he's got an enormous head, and, oh. and I don't think his frontal lobe closed. <laughs> no, you could look at it. He's, he's got a protruding forehead. Oh. There's what? something. I, he makes me uneasy. Neanderthal. Yeah, he's half gorilla. So, Boogie, you're lucky you didn't hit him in the back of his head because I think Homeboy would have turned around <laughs> and, 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 and picked you up or some shit. I don't know. You hear the sirens. We're in the streets here. Yeah. It's live from the Gloom Tomb. We're going to sign off. It's 45 minutes of fury. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't go an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, that's what she said. Um, but I'll be back. We'll be back next week. So sure. We appreciate the support. Again, April 1st, we're going live and direct at the Crest Theater in Westwood. Live music, true romance screening. I don't know what to say, man. They call me the uh, albino rhino. They call my partner... G Monetti, G Moody, yeah. Rhymes of Duty, and we're out. <laughs>